Welcome to the anointed teaching preached at Church 316, the youth arm of the Fountain of Life Church. We hope that you be blessed as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. And I'm really excited. Um, so let me give you a background story because you people like gist, right? Oh, there's another gist, but I remember at the end of service, Yano has a job to remind me. Yeah, so the first one, let me give you that first one. So during the week, Olumide had called me as we were you know, trying to plan for the week. And it was like, so what's Sunday going to be like? And as we were talking, the message just came, just like that. Normally, Sunday night, I'll not be like, Jesus, don't disgrace. Or Saturday night, don't disgrace your child, help your girl. You know, it just came, and I'm really excited, right? Um... And that's one of the reasons we took the uh, Mind Your Business testimony, right? Because at the beginning of the year, everyone is always excited to start with New Year resolution and all of that. And by March, your resolution has become a... You've forgotten. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we just keep moving. So I'm really excited about the word that God gave me this morning um, because it's the end of the year. And one of the things he told me while we were talking, he says that for someone, today's service is like a new year service for you. Because from tomorrow, you are entering into the beginning of a new year. It will be a new season of unprecedented miracle, unprecedented breakthroughs, unprecedented relationship with God. Your spirit man is coming alive like never before in the name of Jesus. So please help me announce to your neighbor, say happy new year. Happy new year. It's a new beginning. New things are about to happen to you in the name of Jesus. Even me, I receive it. A new year. So, when you are about to enter into a new year, you set resolutions. But one thing that I realize that people don't do often, right, is to review their year. And I found it in scriptures. In Genesis 1, when God finished creating, the first thing he said was, it is good. When he created, that means he evaluated his creation. If you are created in the image of your father that regularly evaluates, he evaluated so much that he identified the one that was not good before someone came to tell him that he was not good. So God did not wait for man to say, God, it's not working. The creator himself looked and said, this Adam I created is not good for him to be alone. And then he found the solution. So we're going to be looking at reviewing our year today. We're going to be reviewing just like Jesus did, just like God did, sorry. After every creation, he came back and reviewed and evaluated and he said, it's good. He looked at the life. You know what that does? When the devil comes and tells you it's not good, you are assured that it's good. It's just like if I tell you that your name is not your name, except you yourself, you are mad. It will be difficult for you to believe my assertion, even though I might behave convinced or convincing because you were sure that the last time you checked that's the name your name your parents gave you regardless of what anyone external will say and so when God created everything he looked at it and said it's good and that's why the bible says that to the pure all things are when you evaluate it and it's pure it's pure but if you evaluate and it's not pure, evaluate by the spirit of God let me put that caveat. So what we're going to be doing is looking at certain areas of our lives that we should evaluate. And when you evaluate, evaluate honestly. Don't lie to yourself. When God made man, he could have said, it's not good that man should be alone, but it's good. Leave him like that. 
and your men, your life will be boring and colorful because most men are just black and white. Just take a look around. Look around. If you see the pop of colors that is not black or white, mostly it's the women. Turn your neck and look. Okay, you're wearing a yellow. I like the yellow on your shirt, by the way. It's the exception. Half of the guys around you are in black, white, gray, off-white, blue. If you see yellow, except this is my brother that I really love his shirt. If you see yellow, he's a woman. No, look. If you look around, you see what I mean. If you see pink, it's a woman. If you see orange, it's a woman. If you see red, Seth, where is the man? He didn't come to service today. It's wine. Even that wine dark is close to black. So I can imagine how life really has been if Jesus had, if God had lied to himself and said, man is, man is not good to be alone, but... Let me shall leave it like that. So, when you evaluate the year, don't lie to yourself. If you are created in the image of God, let's take our cue from him. So, evaluate honestly. So, let's open our Bibles to Psalm 90, verse 12. I'll be reading the message translations. Psalm 90, verse 12 says, Oh, teach us to live well. Teach us to live wisely and well. Come back, God. How long do we have to wait and treat your servants with kindness for a change? And it goes on. Some other translation says, teach us to number our days so that we can apply our hearts to wisdom. There's a popular saying that foolishness is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So if you don't evaluate and make necessary adjustment, it will be foolishness to think or assume that 2023 will be any different. But for you, I am convinced that 2023 which for somebody is starting tomorrow, is the best year you have ever lived. In the name of Jesus. Like your testimony at the end of 2020 will be like, I've never seen this kind God before. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. So the first area to evaluate, the first thing God evaluated was light. And scripture says we are the light of the world. So the first thing to evaluate is your spiritual life. So evaluate your spiritual life. How did your prayer life go in 2022? You started out like, oh, by December, I'll be speaking in tongues for 30 minutes a day. And January 1st, you started with an alarm on your phone. But as life went off, you switched off the alarm on your phone or the alarm switched itself off. And now your 30 minutes is when they call service on Sunday. And you praise God for each of the prayers that come to see less speaking tongues. Or your 30 minutes is now 10 minutes. Evaluate yourself. I'm going to read my Bible. I will be diligent. I will at least do one verse a day. One verse a day has become one verse a month. For some of us, it's one verse a week. And that verse a week is the one that your pastor says you should open on Sunday. Then you have bonus verse of your promise for the week that you don't open after Sunday. Evaluate. Evaluate. Have you grown spiritually this year? Now, trust me. You know that they say that um, you cannot muscle the ox that me, myself, 
if you check my phone now, you will see alarm. I've now labeled it quiet time, quiet time, quiet time. So don't think I'm just speaking to us. I've spoken to myself. So evaluate. Evaluate your spiritual growth. When you evaluate your prayer life, evaluate your word life, evaluate your character. How much have you conformed to the image of God? That's what spiritual growth is. Spiritual growth is not the number of years you have spent having given your life to Christ. It's how much of God people can see when they look at you. So evaluate yourself. The Bible says that if you judge yourself, you will have no need that any man should judge you. Evaluate yourself. When people see you, can they see that this person is a Christian or do you have to announce your Christianity and rub it in people's face? You know, they say at wedding that when a man begins to say, I'm the head of this family, check it, it's no longer the head. So when you have to be announced, I'm a Christian. If not that I'm a Christian, you are not a Christian. If not that I've given my life to Christ, I fall. You collect your life back and show the person now. Evaluate your character. So, how much are you conforming to the nature of God? Not to the nature of your pastor, not to the nature of any man, but to the nature of God. Check, how aligned are you with purpose? Some people have, you know, the Bible says that, and offer yourself to God as a living sacrifice. One time God was telling that some people, they are live, because you're a living sacrifice, they have crawled off the altar. So check, have you crawled off the altar of purpose? And do you know the interesting thing? You can leave the altar of purpose without knowing it because you have another assignment that is not of God. And the interesting thing is the alternate assignments will be justifiable. We, we leave purpose for money sometimes. We leave purpose for marriage because all your friends are getting married. We leave purpose for things that we think we should have. That not that God is not going to give you, but because he needs you somewhere else for now. So check. 2022, how aligned were you to the purpose of God? Psalm 40 verse 7 says, And lo, I come in the volume of the book as it is written of me to do your will. The reason you are here on earth is not for you to run your personal agenda. It's because there is a purpose for you. There is a volume of the book that has been written of you and it's your responsibility to find it and to do it. Now before you say it's Old Testament, Hebrews 10 verse 7 reiterates the same word. There is something that God has written of you. Jeremiah repeats the same promise. He says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and I ordained you. God did not just ordain you a wife. You know, some, for some people, that's our goal. I'll just marry. God did not just ordain you a father or a brother or a business person. There can be something more. So check. How aligned are you to purpose? Pastor was saying um, something today in first service. He says that you are strong as your spirit man. So if your spirit man is weak, you're a weak person. And that's why the Bible says that when you fail in the days of adversities, it means your strength is small. And that's why you will find Paul praying for the church in Ephesians. He says that I pray, I bow my knees every time I remember you. And I pray that you will be strengthened with might by your spirit in your inner man. Because you are as strong as your inner man. So check. 
You know, I was, I was hearing, uh, um, a friend of mine was joking around, but I, I found truth in what she said. She said that some people, when they get to heaven, we will not recognize them. And here's why. She said, because their physical body, they are giants, occupied till I come. But their spirit man, they are like dwarfs. I'm, I'm not saying that's what will happen when we get to heaven, no. But that's our analogy. That, so when you get to heaven, first you say, ah, now maybe this. <laughs> when, although you won't remember what happened on earth, but just for saying sake. She was like, you'll be like, ah. When I saw you on earth, you were like Pastor Shobo now. Why are you now like um, Aki and Popo? You're, so check. Make sure that your spirit man is as vibrant as your physical body. That God will strengthen our spirit man. So evaluate your, your spirit man. Check if you're making progress. My prayer is that God will help us to make progress. So how? How do I ensure that I'm making progress spiritually? I give an example of what I do. Set alarms on your phones. If you forget, it's the, only, the only things you forget is when it's time to pray. If it's business, you won't forget. If it's contract, you won't forget. But that prayer like this, you just miss it. Set alarms and don't set one. So if your prayer time is 12, set 11.55, 12, 12.05. The devil that wants to use you for the three, you will break the chain of one of them. So set alarms. Get accountability partners. Maybe ask your neighbor. Do you, let me ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Do you need a prayer partner? Hey, guys, don't ask girl. Oh, girl, don't ask guy. You're not be praying together now. You're not. If, it's a, if the person sitting beside you is of your sex or your gender, ask, do you need a prayer partner? If the person is of the opposite sex, just tell the person, I cannot help you. Because before you begin to use spiritual prayer now to catch feelings, you can't help. But if you are the same sex, uh-huh, so you can exchange number. But get a prayer partner. Walk up to someone after the service. Get a prayer partner. Someone that, you, you know the advantage of having accountability partners? Sometimes you will not do it in the spirit. You know that because I've told Bumi now that it's my accountability, Bumi will now call me at 8 o'clock and say, did you pray today? So because I don't want Bumi's wahala, let me shall just pray it. So that Ibumi said, did you pray? Ah, yes, 30 minutes. Ibumi said, okay, bye, go. Paul says, whether it's eye service, Abby, or not, he says, shall I do it? He says, some people are preaching, but whether they are doing it for eye service or they are doing it for God, shall preach. So let me tell your neighbor, shall pray. Whether it's for eye service, tell them. Abby is for hand service. Abby is for leg service. Abyss to avoid problem in future, shall pray. When you start with praying for accountability's sake, the spirit will take you over from there. Then it will not just be for accountability, it will be for fellowship. When you start to read your Bible, because you know that Finny is going to ask you, what did you read today? And when you say John 3.16, you have been reading John 3.16 for the past three months. Then he will not ask you, your own Bible, did all the other pages here? The only one that is left is John 3.16. You will be forced to read John 3.17. And then you go to 18. Before you know it, you have finished John. And then before you know it, one day we throw the mic. You pick it and you finish John 3.16. And all of us, it's like we have never heard John 3.16 before. Because that's how the word becomes flesh. That's how the word becomes life. So please let me tell your neighbor, start. Make progress spiritually. In 2023, make progress spiritually. If you notice, I'm not emphasizing if you failed in 2022 or not. It's evaluate the gaps and then fill it for 2023. When God saw that it was not good for man to be alone, he didn't stay there and be wondering, ah, kill a bye. 
He said, let's make him an helper. So let's make your spiritual life an helper. Another area to look at will be mental development and transformation. Let me ask your neighbor, how many books did you read this year? Should we wait for answer? Should we? That's why we started to give books for the month. Okay, let's do survey. How many people downloaded the book for the, the books for the month? God bless you, my sister in red. Our hands were like, I got this. How many people, I didn't say read though. Let's not go to read first. You downloaded the books for the month, any of the month. Be bold as a lion. Above your head, we are young people. Okay, let's do this. If you raise your hand, stand up. Quick, quick, quick. Be bold about it. You raise your hand, stand up. If you are sitting down, look around. <laughs> if you read any of the three books, keep standing. If you downloaded, you did not read, sit down. Now, actually, why you sit down? They will think people are not reading. No. Actually, they have finished 12 this year already. So you see that they come, they are spitting fire. They don't have choice. Now, please look around. No, people that stand, you don't look, oh, just with shoulder pad. You that you are sitting, look around. And then if we ask you, how was 2023? You say, God, no duam. Let me tell your neighbor, now you no duam. God bless you, you may be seated. Please give them a round of applause. You see, the truth is, this Christian walk, there are certain things that God will not do for you. They are your responsibility. Your mental development and growth is your responsibility. God has given someone the wisdom to write the book. And you refuse to read it. Because you want to make your own mistakes by yourself. You have no one to blame. It's like, you see... In scriptures, I think it's in um, Deuteronomy, where God says, Leviticus, sorry, not Deuteronomy, Leviticus. He says, so I lay before you life and death. He says, choose life. It will suggest to you, you have a responsibility. How many courses did you take? You know, there are a lot of free courses on Coursera, on LinkedIn. How many, people, how many people took at least one course this year? We are getting better. Please give yourself a round of applause. So at least if you don't read book, you do course, you try. One over two, you pass. So read books. Go for, and don't just read books that are in line with your profession. You don't have to know everything, but know something about everything. Be able to make intelligent contributions in conversations. So read. Read books. The only thing you do on YouTube should not be to watch Jennifer or whatever, or football or whatever. Listen to some TED Talks. Learn something new every day. Commit to learning something new. Number three, physical. So you check spiritual. You check mental. Number three, you check physical. Let me tell your neighbor, say physical. You see that first book um, I asked you guys to read, God's General. There was an anointed man of God there that did not particularly do all that he wanted to do because his health did not permit him. Some of us, they have not told us to worship. Once the worship, what's in Koja, 10 minutes like this, you will sit down. The worshiper will think that the song is not sweet. It's not that the song is not sweet. 
if you don't understand what the tongues I just spoke, the Holy Spirit will translate it to you. So, after 10 minutes of standing up, you have to sit down as a young people, as a young person, sorry. And the Bible says that the glory of the youth is in their strength. So, check your physical health. Are you healthy? Now, let me, let me demystify something. Being slim does not mean you are healthy. Because some of us, we just think that because we are lepa, you are healthy. It's until you start a race. You now see that the race is not to the swift. Or not to the slim. Some of us, you can't even fast one hour. As you wake up like this, day by day, the Lord. Your own is not to see you more clearly. It's to see that breakfast more clearly. To eat food more clearly. Check your health. God cannot use you if your physical health cannot carry it. If God wants to send you to Abuja now, but you cannot even fly, how do you get there to do the work? So ensure that you are healthy. There's a member of 316. I'm not going to look at her. Anytime she calls me, are you checking your BP? I say, did God send you to my BP? I, I, I'm not following you anymore. Are you checking? I'm fine. I'm drinking water. I'm okay. That's her, always her question. So me to I question you people. Let me ask your neighbor, are you checking your health? Are you healthy? Let me ask your neighbor, are you eating healthy? You know that six classes of food that they taught us in primary school? Some of us, we have scored zero. Minus one. Because the only thing you eat is carbohydrates. Bread in the morning, rice in the afternoon, eba in the night. Let me tell your neighbor, eat fruits, eat vegetables, reduce your sugar. You will think that you are young. Young people are having diabetes. Young people are having hypertension. Lest you begin to use the faith you should use to raise the dead to be healing yourself. So save that faith and just be healthy. Sometimes go for a walk. You, you have a car. You can take Uber, but just walk. It does something to your health and your muscles and your joints. If your neighbor thinks you are poor because you are working, it's their business. Come for evangelism. You will walk and sweat. Some of you, you don't need to sweat. Your, your mammary glands, OTD, they are blocked. Meanwhile, sweat is part of function, healthy functions. So take a walk in the evening. To make it sweet, now join physical and spiritual. Take a prayer walk. So you have used one bed to kill two stones. In the evening, 30 minutes, just walk and be speaking in tongues. When you come back, not only are you physical. You see, the Bible says that but a physical exercise profited little. It has profit. Even if it's little, profit is there. So you first take the profit before you quantify it. Some of you, you have not taken any profit. You are covered. It's physical exercise profited little. Spiritual exercise, you are not exercising. So kill two, one bed, two beds with one stone. Go for prayer walks. Take time to pray. So ensure that you are physically healthy. Don't be spiritually useful and healthily careless. Number four, I believe, finances. Tell your neighbor finances. You see, when I was reading the Bible, I realized that the only reason the children of Israel went to Egypt was for economic reasons. 
They didn't go to Egypt for purpose. They went for economic reasons. It was because there was scarcity of bread. If they had enough bread, they wouldn't have gone into Egypt. Maybe God orchestrated their economy so that they can go there. But the purpose that made them live was economic. So ensure. You know, the Bible says that the lender is servant to the borrower. Ensure that you're, and I've told you people here before, poverty is an office. Somebody's feeling it or somebody must occupy it. Make sure that it's not you. Once they pay you money, you are blow everything. Don't blow everything in 2023. In 2023, automate your savings. Go to your banking app. There's that one that says automate. Automate it. You know the day that salary comes. You see, I found another interesting thing. Do you know that some people in your village, they receive credit alerts with you? That's why once your credit, they just pay you salary like this. They will call you. Auntie, something happened. If there's no credit alert, they don't used to remember you because you share the same bank account. So automate your savings. I know you're not even earning salary. They're giving you allowance. Start practicing now. They give you 20K. Make up your mind. I will save 2,000. I remember when it comes to savings, there is no little amount to save. Start small. Save 500. Don't put it inside Kolo. Hey, that's how one guy told me. He's a member of 316. He was saving money inside his Kolo. By the end of the month, all the money have disappeared. And I said, Pastor, I need deliverance. I bought fake Kolo. I can't pray for Kolo. <laughs> Sorry. So, if you don't know what Kolo is, Kolo means piggy bank. Uh-huh. So don't go and put your money in piggy bank. Not piggy bank tech. Piggy bank physical. Yeah. So put your money somewhere where it can earn you little investment. And thankfully, all of this you can start with as little as 500 naira. So you're not earning a salary yet. They're giving you allowance. Start with that 500 naira every week or whatever. Save that money you used to buy ice cream. You see, the Bible says that where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart. For somebody, what you might need to do is Download your account statement for 2022. It will be like revelation. You will see where your heart is. You will know that your heart is not with God. Because the money you used to give God is 500 naira that has expired. Or that has torn. You will see. Some, if you check your statement, you will not even see God there. Because your money is not, your, it's not for God. My money is my money. God's, God, God's money is his money. So check, do you check your account statement? It will reveal you to you. And when you check your account statement, you see places where you might need. Why are you working? There's still time now. When she begins to work like Holy Spirit, like this, it's probably. So check your finances. Check the things that are taking the most of your money, and see if there are things that are productive, or there are things that you can make you can do without. On the issue of finances. Ensure in 2023 that you begin to earn a passive income. Passive income is money that you are not actively working for. So you are making your money work for you. So put, and remember, you can start with how much? 500 naira. That's your money. Put it there. You must drink two bottles of Coke every day. Reduce it to one. You must share with the boys every Friday. Reduce it to once a month. The Bible says, do not be drunken with wine. Be filled with the spirit. I told a member of 316, the only, the only spirit that should be in you now is the only spirit. It's not, it's not Johnny Walker's spirit. I brought out all those other spirits. No, just pretend that you know the name and tell me the names. 
Jemison. Uh -huh. The only spirit that should be, the only spirit that should be occupying is not Jemison's spirit. It's not Elysee's spirit. It's Holy Spirit. You see, I'm not even talking about how you know the name. It's just that that must not be the spirit that is possessing you. Be continual. And I like that scripture. It says, I'm being filled. That is a continuous present tense. You don't receive the Holy Spirit once and that's it. You stay in the spirit and be continually filled by the spirit. So tell your neighbor, say your finances. Check your bank account. See where your heart is. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Let's just say I'm asking money for church. I'm glad that you all know that I don't collect offering. Uh -huh. I, I, what I mean is I don't spend, I don't even know what you pay. I don't see your offering. I don't collect salary. Uh -huh. So I'm not the one spending your money. We have people that are on salary in the instrumentalist that we use money for. And then we use money for welfare. Some people have needs, school fees. So that's where your money is going. Hallelujah. In case you're an accountant and you want to join us, come and join the audit team so that you can be assured your money is being used, is being used judiciously. Okay, so spiritual, physical, mental, financial. Another one is relationships. Evaluate your relationships. Have you given people access to your life that should not be there? The Bible says that if you walk with an angry man, he says you will learn his ways. He says that he that works with the wise will be wise. Evaluate your relationships. It's not everybody that must be your friend. Okay, so there are four categories of friends, right? And this, this um, categorization will speak from Jesus' life. There is the crowd. You hear the crowd was thonging him when he was walking. So there's that crowd. Everybody knows you. Especially those your social media friends. And there's that crowd. And then there are people that are called your casual friends. Those ones are called the 120 that were with Jesus, that we only really heard about on the day of Pentecost. They're called casual friends. They are with you for good times, bad times. You might not see them. They're like yo-yo, right? You don't depend on them forever. They're casual friends. Then you have the close friends. Your close friends are like 12, the disciples. They, cl they are close. They know almost everything about you. They are that. Then you have the last class called the intimate friend. Now, Jesus had intimate friends. And they are the three, James, John, and Peter. The only ones that saw him when he was transfigured. So those, you cannot, I don't want to say you absolutely cannot because there is the possibility but your close friend cannot be too much. That is an intimate level. No, not your close friend. Your intimate friends cannot be too much. Because these are the people that will be with you in your down times, your up times. These are the people you can be absolutely vulnerable with. These are the people that will call out your excesses. They will not pander to your tune. They will tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. They will be willing to fight with you for you to hear the truth. So you need those kind of close people. So when you make new friends, ask yourself, which category does this need? Everybody, you carry to your house, you tell them your life history, then next day you are hearing it outside and you are crying. You, you were the one with the problem. You didn't know access. So check your relationships. Right? 
ensure that you are mingling with the right. For some people, it's time to evaluate those people that you have also trivialized. Those destiny relationships that God has brought into your life, but you didn't know how to handle it. It's time to evaluate relationships. Have you mishandled certain people that God has committed into your life? Because you didn't understand why they are there. So evaluate the people that are in your space, right? And don't just evaluate your friends. Evaluate your career relationships. Evaluate your professional relationships. Evaluate everyone in your circle. Are you mingling with the right people? Oh my God, the time has gone down. Sorry, I, mm -mm, I can hear you. The last one, let's, let's round up. The last one, so evaluate your relationships, right? And for 2023, check who you give access to. You can love people, but not everybody necessarily has to be in your space, right? And then ensure that the people that God brings into your space, you are taking good care of, like you are cherishing and nurturing that relationship. You see, men will annoy you, they will vex you. But how you react is your responsibility. I've said it here before. If you kill a cockroach, you cannot find blood because there is no blood in a cockroach. So if your friend annoys you and you use the wrong words and expose the person's secrets that the person told you in confidence and you begin to keep malice, the person did not make you keep malice. You are a maliceful person. Or malicious. That is, I don't want to say malicious. You are, a mal you are full of malice. So you are maliceful. So what the person has done is expose you to you. Time doesn't change. It reveals. So you have just been revealed. So ensure that, you know, you are able to manage relationship. And the last one will be emotional. Evaluate your mental health. Evaluate your health. How were you in 2022? Were you a yo-yo? Today you are happy. Tomorrow you are sad. Tomorrow you are in between. You are just, you know, like the Bible says, they tossed by the varying wings. No. Evaluate your emotional health. Do you need to spend time knowing yourself, knowing your triggers, and being able to properly handle it? So evaluate your health. Evaluate your emotions. Evaluate your, your um, finances. Evaluate your spirit. I'm going to wrap up with this. So while we're thinking about it, while I was meditating on this evaluation, one of the things that God also got me to do was evaluate Church 316. Let me round off with this, okay. How many people know what Church 316 stands for, aside from the HODs? What are the th three core values of Church 316? Yes, sir, big voice. Please give him a round of applause. God bless you, sir. So three, th three things that Church 316 stands for. And if you're a member of Church 316, you have to know so that you know how you can fit. We stand for leadership. And our theme scripture, please open your Bibles with me to Romans 12, verses 2. We'll read 1 and 2, the message translation. Now, Romans 12, verses 1 and 2 is the theme scripture upon which your 316 was breathed. And this is something that we intend to uphold. Why am I bringing it up today? We are reviewing. So we are reviewing your 316 too. It says, so here is what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to walk, walk, and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without thinking. 
That's why we are leaders. We set the pace. We don't adjust to culture. We define culture or we redefine culture. So you just don't fit in. Why are you doing this? Because everybody is doing it. No. We ask questions. Why? And we change if necessary. It says, instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you. And quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops a well-formed maturity in you. And you understand this is why we emphasize you reading. This is why we do some of the things that we do. Because we lead. God is supposed to bring the best out of you. That's transformation. And then once you transform, you influence. Once you transform, everyone around you will see it. And tendencies are, you become the role model. You become the standard. Heavenly Father, we thank you. With all this bow. Now, you don't necessarily have to evaluate 2022 here. You can take your time to evaluate it at home. But by all means, make sure that you evaluate all of these aspects. And make up your mind to make changes as necessary. But like we started, you are only as strong as your spirit man. God is calling us to more. He's calling us to more in 2023. And it's a responsibility of you and I to open up to that call. So with all heads bowed, you know that that first one of spirituality, you know that you don't even have a relationship with Jesus. And you're saying, I want to evaluate. I want to ensure that my 2023 is starting on the right note. And I want to ensure that my spiritual life my spiritual life has taken a new turn. If that's what you're saying, then I want you to raise your hand. We'll say a prayer with you. If you know that you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I can see your hand, brother. God bless you. If there's anyone else, please raise your hand. God bless you, sir. Now, if you're raising up your hand, just say with me, Heavenly Father, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I ask that you come into my heart, Lord Jesus. And from today, give me the grace to live a life that will be pleasing unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information, please visit www.vchurch316.org. God bless you.